This episode is brought to you by Netron's One Music. You dial 335 to get a customized ringtone or a caller tune where you can listen in on your cell phone as you go to replace that boring playlist of yours. You can get local music or foreign or international music. It could be the reason why people actually enjoy calling you more because when they call you, they get a ringtone playing in the background. Um, you can also dial star 171 hash to get the rest of Netron's super awesome bundles. That's for Twitter, WhatsApp, um, even Instagram. You can get all those bundles. That's Netron for you. And on to Mike Set Match now. And now. Capital 263. And welcome to another special edition of Mike Set Match. My name is Lizwe. Going solo today. Josh let me down today. And the rest of the squad are not in the studio today. But I'm handling the fort and holding it down. So firstly, I'll go into the sport, into the news. Before I get into our special interview, you know how we do it on Mike Set Match. So follow us on uh, Twitter, Mike Set, at Mike Set Match. Follow us on iTunes as well. Just find, search Mike Set Match. You will find all our great episodes and uh, listen in, share your comments with us on our social media platforms. We're also available to you on Facebook. Just search Mike Said Match, like our page, and you'll find great content you can enjoy during your work hours or at home. And uh, first, into the news. It's been a great week for Zimbabwe in sport. We've had Zimbabwe rugby doing us proud in Senegal. We've had Zimbabwe cricket so-so in Sri Lanka, while the Warriors at the Kosafa tournament in South Africa have been doing splendid. Can you believe it's been 10 goals in two matches and Zimbabwe have not conceded a goal yet? So we beat Mozambique 4-0 in the first game of the Kosafa tournament. Then we beat Seychelles 6-0. Wow, can you imagine this is even the Warriors, the Zimbabwean Warriors? Unbelievable, truly. Today we play Swaziland. Oh, today is Sunday, so we're playing Swaziland and... Of course, um, judging by the trend, 4-6, I'm hoping for an 8-0 victory against Swaziland. <laughs> I hope uh, it doesn't come crashing back to me because the Warriors tend to be the Warriors at times. But anyway, uh, Zimbabwe rugby were successful in Senegal, winning against uh, Senegal 28-16, which was an impressive victory uh, in the Rugby Africa Gold Cup. So the Rugby Africa Gold Cup is like um, the rest of Africa tournament. The, the Springboks are not involved because they're too good for the rest of Africa. Uh, this is not a cynical comment, but they really are too good for the rest of Africa. Zim the Zimbabwean Sables are leading currently in the Rugby Africa Gold Cup. The title winners right now are Namibia, which is going to be a very tough match, which happens to be as well the next match that the Zimbabwean team plays. They're going to play it away in Namibia. And I'm hoping for a great um, outing, as I've already been proven very well in Senegal. Um, pl them playing more local matches with the club sides playing a competitive, in a competitive league this season has helped, you know, the form of the Zimbabwe uh, Sables team. And it's been impressive. You know, I'm really chuffed with, the, with what they're doing in Senegal. Hoping for the best against Namibia. Go Zim Sables. And finally, a Zim Zimbabwe cricket with a record-breaking chase in Sri Lanka in the first of five ODI series. So I featured uh, John Nyumbu, and you'll be hearing 
him just after this uh, and on his comments uh, about the match. He's uh, currently playing for Tuskers. Tuskers won the Pro 50 series, which is a local um, ODI series competition against all the club sides or the franchise clubs in Zimbabwe. And Tuskers were the winners with one game to spare even. So he's shared his comments about the team play. And uh, this is John Nyumbu, uh, spin bowler, dropped out of the squad. But he's got some comments he wants to share about the matches so far. Here we go. I think it has been a very interesting uh, couple of games for Zimbabwe in this Sri Lanka tour. Where we saw in the first game, Zimbabwe managed uh, to break a record that it stood for quite some time in Sri Lanka. Where no team had scored uh, more than 300 and lost uh, a one-day game in Sri Lanka. And we managed to surpass that, uh, which was a, a good thing. Solomon Mire top scored for us with his maiden test century. And as a batting unit, I think we clicked on the day. Bowling, yes, the conditions were a bit tough. You know, in the subcontinent, it's always tough, especially if you're not from there. So I think, as we saw with the way our batters batted in the second innings, 327 was more like a pass score on that day. So, which was a good thing in the first game. And in the second game, unfortunately, we didn't manage to replicate the performance of the first game. And uh, we batted first and scored 155. Hamilton Masagata, a top scored with 41. And Sri Lanka managed to cruise past the total three weekends down. So, it's going to be a tough series for Zimbabwe. I mean, we need to dig deep in the third game, make sure that uh, we managed to get a win to to keep ourselves alive in the series and also in the test matches. I think the test matches are, the test match actually is going to be one of the toughest we've had in a while. I mean, we found it tough in Bangladesh, but uh, I think guys have prepared well for the Sri Lanka tour and we've played them before, so it's not a secret what they've got, what Arsenal they've got. We know they'll bring in Herat and and then we'll have to adapt to to his style of bowling in in, in Sri Lanka. Sandakan as well has looked good, but uh, over and above all, I think the guys are geared up. The guys are going to give it their all and hopefully we're going to be bringing some confidence results back and, and, and interesting to note how we're going to be able to adapt in those situations. But I, I back the guys. I believe in their abilities and believe they're going to do well for the country. Um, they lost today uh, to Sri Lanka horribly and uh, we kind of all expected that they, they might crumble, but it's come too soon. But I'm just hoping with three matches to go, we can still come back and do our thing because we are Zimbabwe and we rock, you know. Uh, they've really been impressive for the past uh, two games, except just today when they lost. That sucks. That sucks. But anyway, um, hoping for the best in the race of the ODI series. We win the third ODI and we have a match on our hands. Could be the first series winning forever for Zimbabwe, especially in a place like Sri Lanka. We have uh, five ODIs to play and then uh, two test matches that we'll be playing after this. And uh, exciting times for all cricket lovers. And I guess that's all for the news now. We will get back to you just after the break. Hi, I'm Alexandra Maseko, and I am the Zimbabwe Women's Basketball National Team captain. And you're listening to Mike Set Match on Cabell 263. Hello, back again. And uh, as you've already seen with the artwork uh, on uh, the platforms we've been pro promoting, today is all about our special girl. I'm calling our special girl because that kind of sounds like a uh, Kirsty Coventry. Uh, you know how she was our golden girl. And uh, I believe, you know, we have a really new golden girl in Zimbabwe. Um, I'd like to introduce to you and uh, 
you know, the rest of the world, Tanya Muzinda. Hello, Tanya. Hi. How are you? I'm good as you. Do you think you're the gold, the new golden girl of Zimbabwe sport? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you hope so? Um, great. Uh, Tanya is accompanied by her dad, uh, Mr. T. Muzinda, or a.k.a. Mr. Tawanda Muzinda. How's it, sir? I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Um, have you been enjoying the media coverage since uh, Tanya rose to fame? Yeah, media coverage is always good, yeah. <laughs> it's all been positive, actually. It's all been so. positive uh, for now. Wow, yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, well, today's show is really about Tanya, but I'll be, you know, uh, asking you a few questions as we go. Sure. Is that cool? Sure, yeah. that's cool, yeah. Hello, Tanya, again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm super excited to finally have you in studio. We've been trying for the past uh, couple of weeks to get you here. Uh, and you're here finally. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you look so small. How do you handle riding scary bikes and stuff like that? <laughs> uh, well, on the on the bike, most people think that uh, motocross is dangerous. Uh, yes, it is, but that's why you have the gear. You have the helmet, the knee guards, the elbow guards, the chest protector, the Yo. boots. And all of that will protect you. And also, the way you ride will it determines if... It's dangerous or not, so... Is it? Are you a dangerous rider or are you on the casual? Can you <laughs> win if you're not a dangerous driver? Uh, it depends, uh -huh. yes. Are you a dangerous driver or oh, rider? Why do I keep calling driver, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yes, there's wow, times when you have to be pushy and competitive. Yeah. Okay, cool. So who is Tanya Mzinda? Tell me about yourself. Uh, I'm 12 years old. I'm homeschooled because I travel a lot. Okay. And I'm in a family of three. Mm. I have a sister, Alicia. She's eight. And my brother is Jaden, is four. And uh, I'm just happy there. Wow. Homeschooled. Wow. Well, you've been traveling for a long time. When did you start riding? I started riding when I was five years old. Five? My yeah. gosh. Could you even handle a bike at five? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was. Three, I started riding my bicycle. Uh -huh. So I was always scared to ride a bicycle until I was four. Uh -huh. That's when we decided to take the training wheels. So uh, since then, uh, I got used to the bicycle and uh, the bicycle was my friend. Uh -huh. So when I got on the bike, it was a bit difficult because uh, bicycles, we know it's a bit light and yeah, the bike yeah. is heavy. So handling that was a bit difficult, but I got used to it. Okay. So you started motocross at five or you just, you know, just basic training at that age? I started when I was five. Wow, man. <laughs> Why motocross of all, you know, of all sports? Uh, well, motocross, most people say it's a male-dominated sport. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean that a girl can't do it, just yeah. like ballet. Yeah, most yeah. people say it's for girls, but boys do do it and it doesn't matter you don't have to let anyone tell you that uh you can't do this for you're too weak uh -huh. or anything you can do it yeah girl power there we go <laughs> <laughs> so are you are you ever scared like when you're riding or uh yes everyone <laughs> <laughs> really yes. how do you, do you know how many times you've been in races do you keep count uh no i don't oh okay what was it like the first time you raced uh, and where was it? Uh, the first race I had was in Zimbabwe at Donnybrook. Uh -huh. It's in Harare. Yeah. And I didn't come first. I was, it was my first race, so I was kind of getting used. Uh -huh. And I remember there was a jump. 
which uh-huh. I was a bit scared to go okay. out to, but my dad came and he pushed me on there. And uh, even though I was last, but we were all happy that I managed to finish the race. Okay. Yeah. Does your dad push you a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you can ignore that he's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he does push me with my training, my diet and everything. He's more onto the sport and my mom is more into the school. Oh, uh, yeah. e, that balance. But <laughs> uh, how, how are you handling that balance, school versus taking sport very seriously? Well, since now I'm homeschooled, it's much easier. Uh-huh. Uh, unlike in school where, uh, let's say I travel for two weeks and yeah. imagine missing sc- schoolwork school for two weeks is a lot. That's a lot, and yeah. Since I'm in Form 1 and as more people know that Form 1 is a bit hard and it's the first grade of high school. Yeah. So you need to take that seriously. So uh, going to school and doing motocross, it was a bit hard. So okay. uh, the best opinion was to do homeschool. Okay. So you have you always been in homeschool or you started in a proper school? Uh, I started in a proper school. Then I did homeschooling this year. Okay. Which school were you at before you started homeschooling? Um, from first grade to grade six, I was in Eaglesville. Okay. Then grade six to seven, I was at the French International. Okay. Wow. So right now you're in Form 1, but homeschooled. Yes. Wow. That's an incredible story there. Um, do you race with other 12-year-olds or anyone can um, race? What's the, what's the category? Is it weight-dependent, like boxing, or it's just anyone who qualifies to race? Uh, well, it really depends on the height, but there's some people who are short and they still do the big bike. So I think it depends if you qualify and your age, but really anyone can do any class. Is it? Yeah. So if I'm like 26 and as short as you are, can <laughs> I challenge you to a race? Yes. Wow. So you've actually raced against very old people before, or uh, do you never check those kind of things? Well, in Zimbabwe, we don't have much riders. The oldest people in my class are probably 14. Okay. But when we are doing mixed with girls, that's when I race with all the girls. But they'll okay. be in bigger classes, bigger bikes. So, yeah. All right. Do you uh, have a bit of history in terms of motocross in Zimbabwe? Do you know when it started, when it became really serious and stuff? Uh, no. Uh, not really? Yes. Okay, cool. Is is motocross at the Olympics? Uh no, it's not. Okay, so what what tournaments do you race in internationally? Uh well I've recently I've been racing at the British Master Kids. Okay. And as you grow older there's a very big one which is a bit like the Olympics but it's just for motocross. Okay. Called the Grand Prix, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Yes, so I've always wanted to race there but I have to wait until I'm like sixteen. Oh, man. It's like four years of riding. (laughs) But at least it's four years of practice, don't you think? Yes, it is. Oh, incredible. So you've collected a number of awards. You know, every time you just search Tanya Muzinda online, it's just a couple of awards, you know, thrown all over. Um, Which one's your most memorable award and why? Uh, Well, my first race abroad was abroad was in South Africa. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't come first. I came 12th out of 30. Okay. And I, did, I didn't win. I was not, I was not on the podium, uh-huh. but I won a trophy for Best Female Rider. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
And I, I was very happy about that. Okay. And after that, I went to the UK and I won the Sports Woman of the Year. Wow. And I was awarded with a very beautiful trophy. And it was a very touching one because finding the tickets to go there uh -huh. was tough. And we got it last minute from net one. And I was very happy. Uh -huh. Then recently, I, I also got the teen... Uh, Teen of the Year and okay. Teen Sports Person of the Year. Uh -huh. And I was really honored that I was uh, Teen of the Year and that makes me feel very happy. And recently I went to the UK. I also went to the UK recently and I came third position out of 40 riders. Wow. And uh, my sponsors were very happy about me. Uh, uh -huh. CBZ and Net One. Okay. And just after we arrived, I went to a ceremony for trophies and i won the rising stars in Zimbabwe. okay wow that's uh, incredible uh mr mzinda tanya has been getting a whole lot of calls from everywhere you know how are you handling all this attention okay thank you yeah mm -hmm. the attention is great mm -hmm. uh, but you see we got a lot of uh, work to do yeah so 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 really it won't affect you know uh, our a dedication to 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 your motocross uh, activities and uh, and programs. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what drove you into driving Tanya to pursue motocross? You see, there's this saying which says uh, every generation uh, blames the one before, <laughs> but <laughs> we yeah. don't want to be blaming anyone. What we do is uh, there are some inconsistencies mm -hmm. uh, with the generations. So the next generation, what we need to do is to fill those portals, yes. you see. Yeah. Because even for Tanya, there are also things that I, I feel she says, I yeah, you know dad, you know, <laughs> this is old school. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah, but because we did get that much support, you yeah. know. It was like myself, I was uh, a cross-country runner. I okay. used to do marathon. Yeah. Uh, and I used to be very fast. <laughs> and the guys that I used to race with, I remember when I finished a race, I would put on my track suits, my techies, uh -huh. before they even come. Yeah. Wow. But one day, uh, I used to run a company at the airport. Yeah. So I met one of the small boys. Uh -huh. He was coming from France. Yeah. And he's like, ah, Mdara. So he was introducing me to his beautiful girlfriend. He's like, this Mdara used to be our number one. Uh -huh. You know, but he's like, I'm not based in France. Since we're based in France, what are you doing in France? He's not still running. So, you know, it, it got me to think, to say, okay, so I think what I just liked was the parental support. Yeah. You know, the support system is very important. Yeah. Because when you support something, it becomes bigger, and you're also supporting your own. It's not your own, but, you know, it becomes for everybody. Mm -hmm. so, so, so it's something that, you know, got into my head to say, okay, but by but, but that time I was still a bachelor anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 I never had a girlfriend at that time, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, Some secrets so, coming out there. Yeah, <laughs> so, 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 so. Uh, you know, it got me thinking to say, okay, I wasn't jealous of him, but, you know, it just awakened, you know, myself to yeah. say, okay. So, so our parents, my parents in particular, they never uh, put emphasis, they never put value to what I was doing, you know. Yes, I used to go to school. Uh, I was not a bad student, you know. Uh, I was not an average student. I was, I was actually a clean student. But I also loved to, you know, to run. And, you know, I would bring accolades, I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, you know, my dad would be always like, did you read your books? Do you understand? Of course. Yeah, so, 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 
So parents, yeah. So parents, what we teach our children is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only what would have missed, you know. But you can't cover that gap. That's never, That's never, true. yeah. But it can only be done in the next generation. So it's something that I was like, okay, if if I happen to have kids, and, and now I've got the kids, if they got a passion, you know, uh, I, I would have to work on it and give them all the support. support. Yeah. No, that is, support is very important, you know, as she's rightly saying, you know, she is saying you've been driving her to push to the levels that she is at right now, and that's incredible. It's eh? important mm -hmm. because, like, now she might not realize how important it is. Mm -hmm. It's only after when you've grown up and have to say, okay, this is who I am now. It's because of the support. Okay. So just the same is like, uh, okay, this is who I am without the support. Do you understand? Yeah, that's true. Not that I wanted to stay in France, mm -hmm. but, you know, if I had the chance to, 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 to do that, I, I would have taken that, you know, without blinking an eye, yeah. yeah. But, but, but I was very happy that I met one of my boys that I used to do running with, mm -hmm. and he's now very successful. But he was not the fastest of the runners. I okay. was the fastest. <laughs> But look yes, at the see? differences because look of at the, the difference. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. 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 And, 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 and sometimes, you know, uh, I don't want to blame, you know, our parents. Yeah. But because, you know, there's a system, there's a system, you know, it's because of our culture and our education. Mm -hmm. You know, these things, they shape us yeah. every day. So, so, so it's very important. So, you know, uh, that shift also needs to come from us to okay. say, okay, this is what they were doing. They were concentrating on these things. But if you can see, Sport is a very big industry. Mm -hmm. You know, even, uh, you know, I was reading articles about recession. I've never heard that sports, you know, recession has affected sports. Yeah. I just read that uh, Ronaldo has been offered another contract. <laughs> you understand? So many millions being thrown So many around. millions, yeah. yeah. Uh, but besides, uh, education is the core, is the foundation. That is true. Because, like, uh, if you see uh, herself, she, 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 she has... The being interviewed with the with the international media, mm -hmm. they will not be talking in Shona. No, do you understand? It's, it's English all it's, the way. It's English all the way, and also the way you are handling the media. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it doesn't just come. You, you don't wake up, you know, and then say, you know, I handle media. Uh -huh. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have to get some training. So you, you have to get some training, and, and these guys now they need to be multitasking. You know, they, they you know they, they need to do a lot of things at the same time. Yeah. Because I remember when we used to go to school, we used to do three subjects. Now these guys, they're doing like 18 <laughs> subjects. You understand? Yeah. It's a wake-up call for us that, mm. you know, they need to do all these things at the same time. At the same time, it's she goes to school, she needs to be doing sport. And we do not want to have half champions. Yeah. We can only have one full champion. That the one true. full champion, you know, it's hard, hard work. You see? All the way. Yes. And you can't be a champion without the background of school. Uh -huh. You see, so so all these things need to be done at the same time. Yeah. You see, so you need to find that balance. Unlike when our parents used to tell us, you can only do soccer after you finish school. Exactly, but you, you'll it's be like, late. it's too late. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. not it's too late. It, it's impossible. It's yeah, you can go and hard, play yeah. boozers and stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can't really take it seriously. No, no, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Right. So, 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 so these are lessons. So, how how's it being? Um, Tanya's dead. Uh, do you ever feel nervous before she races, or you're there just making sure you you're very steady and encouraging her to go on? You, you see, this world, uh, you know, naturally, uh, I've never heard that there is no word such as nervous. 
but uh-huh. this is it is how you overcome it. Yeah, everyone is nervous. Exactly. Yeah, you see. So <laughs> I can't say I'm not nervous, but you need to overcome that. Yeah. Otherwise, you not even come out from your house because you are nervous of an earthquake. <laughs> you are nervous of accidents. You understand? Yeah, that is true. So, but but it's normal for a parent. You, you know, always want to think about it. But it's not the big, uh, you know, thing that you want to think about. You, yeah. you, you want to think about, you know, the better results. Right. Things they come and, and and they go, but you know, life goes on. Right. We'll just take a quick break, and uh, after this, we'll continue this interview. I'm recording this show with uh, Net One's One Music headphones that are one of a social media contest. Actually, Josh won it, but anyway, they're really cool headphones. They're only ones of their kind because no other service provider is giving away these headphones. They're really cool. Sound quality is perfect. I'm really enjoying. Like, it's perfect. Everything is really perfect. I don't want to sell too much, but this is really good headphones. So, One Music is a function where you dial 335 on your net one number and you get either a customized ringtone or you can actually get a new playlist that you can listen to on the go on your mobile phone. How cool is that? tired of that boring old playlist and you just want something new for the aux cable oh well, yeah dial 335 or net one and that's it for net one's one music so we're back again uh, it's been an exciting interview so far um tanya so we have a group of followers on our social media platforms and we just asked them to ask you a few questions so we'll be sharing some of them here and you can just uh, tell them what you think so one at slim sam says um do you watch any other sports in your spare time? Do you have any other favorite sports or it's just motocross that you watch? Um, yes, I do watch other sports. I really like tennis. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I do watch Serena Williams and she's my favorite. Who is it? His. Have you ever tried playing tennis or you've always just been motocross? Uh, I have tried tennis. Okay. His. Is that the only other sport you can play or... It's um, I do like hockey too. Okay. Yes, it's fun. All right. So do you ever get to play these other sports in your spare time or in your spare time you're getting down to the books or something else? <laughs> um, it's been a long time since I tried tennis and hockey. So uh, on my spare time, I have to read. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a very focused life. Actually, our, our other question says, how do you handle sport versus school, that balance? Um, do you feel you're stronger in sport versus school or it, or than in school? Or, you, you know, you try to work a 50-50 balance? Um, I try to work a 50-50 balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm homeschooled, so which makes it much easier. I can train in the morning from 7 to 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock, I'm on my book. I'm on my books. Uh, from 10 to 4, mm-hmm. then from 4 to 5, I'm doing my homework. And on weekends, uh, I'll be probably at the track. And on Sundays, I'm reading. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, man. That's it. That's an incredible lifestyle. That's an incredible lifestyle. So how many times do you train in a week? Is it five days a week? Uh, I train three times a week. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's like which days? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay, I'm not, I hope I'm not selling your secrets to the competitors. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, you mentioned something really important, like um, the challenges you're facing with finding a ticket. How has been the sponsorship, uh, how has the sponsorship helped you get to the level you are at right now, you know, with Net One and CBZ really coming in there? 
Uh, well, at the beginning, the sponsorship was hard because I was they were still starting to hear that I do motocross, and they were like, uh, probably it's just someone who just wants to uh, a ticket to go there. Mm-hmm. But they actually saw the passion that I had for the sport, and they were now helping me and helping me. And now that I'm able to travel to different countries, I'm getting more opportunities from international um sponsors and which i think is very good wow um that is some story that is some exciting story which one is your most memorable race that you've ever rode in Uh, i think the memorable race was when i went to the uk okay was it your first time in the uk my second time your second time the first time were you riding as well or it was just for an award okay awards which which award was that the Zero Awards. Okay. Yes. Oh, did you win there? Yes, I did. Oh, incredible story there. <laughs> <laughs> All this traveling. Which other countries have you been to uh, besides the UK? You've mentioned South Africa as well. Yes. I've been to the Netherlands, uh, Belgium, and Italy. Okay. Yes. Um, do you look up to any big motocross drivers? Are there any famous motocross riders? Yes. Uh, uh there's my manager, Steffi Bao. Okay. Uh, she won the world champions four times wow. in a row. So wow. he's, uh, she's my role model. And there's also Tony Cairoli. Okay. Uh, he's one of the fastest riders in motocross. So, yeah. wow. Are you also one of the fart- fastest? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, one of them. Okay. In Zimbabwe, are you ranked number one motocross rider? Uh, Across all categories, or you're just the number one female rider? Well, I don't, I'm not sure about the females because we don't have much females. Okay. We at, In Zimbabwe, we're only three from the club, which I do. We're mm-hmm. only three. Okay. Uh, so I wouldn't say I'll be first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humble day. <laughs> okay, cool. So... Have you ever had any crazy injuries from uh, riding? Because, uh, you know, I'm thinking if you're riding, you're going to just break your neck or something like that. That's the fear that everyone has. Have you ever had any crazy injuries? Uh, I've had very serious injuries, but I've never been in the hospital. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> Do you avoid going to the hospital or is it just that tough? <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so before the show, you mentioned that currently you're injured. Uh, what's wrong? Uh, well, I was clearing a jump and it wasn't successful. So I landed with my hip and... Oh my gosh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I fell on Thursday, uh-huh. uh, but now I'm, I'm I'm better and I'm sure tomorrow I'll be able to get back on the bike. Did you still go get back on onto the bike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I when I think motocross, I'm thinking those big Red Bull jumps. If you've seen the you know clips on TV or on YouTube, do you ever do those big jumps or motocross jumps are not that big? Uh, yes, I do do some of the jumps, uh-huh. but there are some which are called whips, and I'm still <laughs> learning on that whip. Are you sure your dad will allow you to do whips? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's uh, that's, that's crazy. So you're mentioning that there's only three 
girls who are act- actively participating in motocross. Yes. Okay. Um, what would you say to encourage other girls to take up the sport? And uh, is it hard for someone to take up the sport? Uh, yes, it is very hard for someone to take up the sport, uh, especially for finances. You need fuel, you need the kits, you need the bike. And for most parents, the thing to start buying a bike and buying a bike is nearly like buying a new car. Wow. So for them to think to start buying the bike and what if they don't want to do the sport anymore? Yeah. Uh, but I think that if you really have the passion for motocross, I think you should just give it a go. If it doesn't work out, try again and you soon love it. Right. Yeah. Great. Uh, Mr. Mzinda, what's your scope for the next five years uh, with uh, Tanya riding? Okay. Uh, if God willing, uh, if we get the partners, because what is important for, for, for her to race internationally, mm-hmm. you, you need the support system, you know, financially, she needs to travel. Yeah. I know we've got sponsors for the uniforms and, and, and helmets and the whole of stuff, uh, but uh, the most important aspect is, uh, is the traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need the traveling budget. Uh, was like in, in two months time she's supposed to uh, race in the British uh, Girls National Championships yeah. which is the, one of the biggest events in the UK mm-hmm. uh, then after that uh, she has also been invited to Florida in the United States wow. Wow. Uh, that is in November okay. uh, that one is a very tough series because mm-hmm. there's a two supercross nights and uh, two motocross wow. yeah so so all that involves a lot of traveling Okay, sorry, what's supercross and what's motocross? Okay, supercross is mostly to do with the jumps. Okay. okay. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and motocross is the jumps and uh, you know, the dead, the, okay. the bams, you know, some obstacles, yeah. But supercross is much more tougher. And uh, in here in Zimbabwe, we have a very small track for supercross. Okay. And, yeah, but in the U.S., you know, it's very big. All right. How many tracks do we actually have in Zimbabwe? In Zimbabwe, we've got one big track, uh, which is uh, which is one of the you know uh, marvelous of, of 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 sports facilities in Zimbabwe. If really? I tell you, we've got a cutting. Uh, there's cutting. There's yeah, a yeah. the main there's a main section uh, the, the main circuit. Uh-huh. There's an oval circuit. There's a four by four jamboree. Wow. Yeah. There's a motocross. There's a mini cross, all in one, and there's supercross. Wow. Yeah. Even when our partners came here, they were actually shocked to say. You got this kind of facility. Where, where is that? Donnybrook. It's in Donnybrook. Yeah, okay. Churras Road. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, nice. so, so, so in the next five years, uh, would want to see Tanya uh, competing in the World Championships because, mm-hmm. uh, as you can see, Tanya is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. But here she races with boy, which is an advantage. But uh-huh. she she belongs to the Women's Championships. Yeah. Yes. So, so I always tell my boys at the track. That you know you are in the different categories. Yeah, you are, you are do you are doing uh, things differently. Because I, yeah. I see sometimes the parents they get very emotional when, when their boys are beaten by Tanya. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but, uh, but 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 that's not our strategy to beat the boys. We don't oh. want to break their ego. Okay. You know, but you know it's, co- <laughs> it's it's what you call collateral damage. <laughs> you know. So yeah. do you actually tone down Tanya like when you when you see that you're beating the other guys, you like reduce your speed or something like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you can't reduce the speed. Yeah, okay. because. Uh, the way we have uh, structured it is uh, she, she needs to be racing against herself. She oh, has okay. got her own targets. Okay. You see, when you go to a race, we've got certain sections that we need to look at uh-huh. and, and, and achieve on that. And once we do that, then we know that, okay, today our job is done. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I mean, there, there'll be other races, you know. Yeah, if it happens, you're slow, uh, then that's it, that's you know. It. Yeah, so, but but, but it's, it's not our priority. Or probably people think uh, that you, you want to get fame by beating boys. No. Okay. No, it's, it's actually different. But, you know, people, you know, they can say what they want to say, which is which is okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but that's not the strategy. All the right, strategy, right. you know, it's, it's, it's a personal strategy. Uh-huh. She, she, okay. she, yeah, she needs to, uh, to achieve, you know, things that we agree as a team. To say, okay, we we train this jump, uh, the whole two weeks. Mm-hmm. So on the rest day, uh, this is what you're going to focus on. So we just focus on that. On one Once you clear that, then we know that okay, so we are done. We move on to the you next know, thing. yeah. But now when we go to the world championships, when she meets other girls, mm-hmm. now we can then start to talk about now the rankings. You okay. know, yeah, to okay. say okay, uh, now are you number one? And, and like what she always tell me, I want to be the world champion. I want to be the record. So we can only give you the support. All right. Yes. Uh, when you're a world champion, Tanya, please remember that you were once on Mike's Set Match. <laughs> please remember us and give us an interview later on then. So, oh, finally, um, Tanya, can you just take me through uh, your race day? Uh, what do you eat and how do you prepare? Okay, so uh, we usually wake up early morning mm-hmm. and we probably leave the house at uh, quarter to eight uh-huh. and the race starts at nine o'clock. The okay. practice starts at 9 o'clock and the race starts at 10. Uh-huh. And so the whole day I'd be probably having water and probably when it's now 12, I'll have my burger or chips. Uh-huh. And you are not supposed to overfeed yourself and have sads and no. <laughs> Why? Does it make you heavier? Yeah, it makes you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want to be sleeping on on a bike, no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, so you have to uh, be careful what you eat. Uh, so after the races, then you can have anything you want. Okay. So uh, on the race day, it's your diet is not that serious. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 pretty chilled vibe. Do you sleep early? Do you, or you it's just open, but you just make sure you wake early. Uh, I sleep early. My okay. mom makes sure I sleep. <laughs> Go, mom. Uh, I wish she was here as well. I would have loved to hear oh, what, she, what she thinks about you riding. <laughs> but what, what does she think about you riding? Uh, well, she usually tells me to go to put... Usually she says, put more power, but be careful. And okay. <laughs> that's what she... <laughs> so uh, before a race day, she always checks if everything is... Uh, in my bag, even when we say bye, she just says, wait. Do you have and this? Do you have, do you have this? Do you have this? <laughs> and I say, uh, after the race, she tells me, is anything sore? Is this? And she puts the heat rub, the slund, and all oh, of that. sweet so, mommy. Yes. How does she react to you getting injured, like you falling uh, and hurting your hip? Uh, she, she does get worried sometimes. The first day, she was very worried. And uh, when I first fall and she was like, no, you can't complain. <laughs> uh, but my mom, my dad managed to talk to her and tell her that kids get hurt all the time. She can get hurt while I was riding a bicycle yeah. or just jumping on the bed. She can still fall down and uh, fracture her elbow. So yeah. you can't stop her from doing anything. And she found the pointer and she was like, fine. And so... These days, she's not that worried as she used to be a long time ago. All right. Uh, incredible. Uh, guys, I think that is all from my end. It's been great having you on Mike Set Match. 
I've really enjoyed this and I hope you have too. Thank you, Mr. Muzinda, and thank you, Tanya, for joining us. Yeah. All right. So follow Tanya on our social media platforms. Do you handle your social media platforms or it's your dad who comes oh, at? I'm still too young to handle <laughs> my social media. Okay, cool. Uh, but your social media platforms are? Tanya Muzinda. Just Tanya Muzinda. Are you, you're on Facebook? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, great. Thanks, Mr. Muzinda. And thank you, Tanya. And now. And now. Capital 263.